Yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the rain, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. There's no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. They can't reach from trying to reside. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We here, we back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Ring Podcast. Of course, it's your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the boy Tyler here. Yo, what's happening, people? Happy Wednesday. Uh, yo, yo. And if you guys are wondering why, <laughs> why <laughs> they trust not here is because and the sun is outside is because we're choosing for one. Daytra really don't fuck with wrestling like that right now. He's triggered. And I understand, and I feel like every wrestling fan decides to take that break from the product. So it's like, a let him let him get that break off. I took my break from it. I'm sure Tyler, you have as well, right? Right. Yeah, I took mine. Like, funny thing is, I took mine like around like the. Uh, Around the Daniel Bryan when he was becoming like, you know, the face of the company, I took mine around that time. Oh, and then you see that the funny thing is that's around the time like it, I like I was in and out. But you know, we all we all have yeah. our different spots. Exactly, like we all have our different spots and shit. So, but yeah, so with all that being said, it be that way. And when we get to the basketball portion, Daytrell will be back, and it'll probably be a different time of the day or different day in itself but point being this is the wrestling side of threes from the ring right now if you are watching on youtube i will uh, have they will be start being separated so might be kind of something you guys are going to get used to but point being we here brand new episode we happy to be here make sure you follow us on twitter at threes from the ring get to interact with us in regards to anything basketball uh, basketball, wrestling, combat sports, or just anything random in itself because I might personally tweak and talk about some personal or just life shit in general. And hopefully Tyler will get to have with us tweeting more often as well so it's just not me and Daytra. But, yep. yeah. But make sure you follow us on Twitter. If you uh on YouTube, like I said, like, comment, subscribe. If you listen to us right now, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, make sure you hit that subscribe button, follow button, whatever. And above all, share. Let people know you rock with us. Plain and simple. So let's go ahead and get into this. So for a pretty big past week in terms of wrestling, AEW Revolution just uh was just past Sunday. And I think they need to get in the habit of doing Saturday pay-per-views as well. Um the AEW roadblock was just last night. And we're well into the road of WrestleMania as well. So it was a lot of time, a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of wrestling. And a good time to be a wrestling fan and not just some hobo who's, who gatekeeps or just fellowships one company and sucks off another guy off as well. But AEW Revolution. Um, oh, before we even get to Revolution itself, forgot before we uh, talked about uh, what we're going to talk about. Uh, AEW, Tony Khan has announced that he has bought Ring of Honor, which was um, a big shock to hear. Well, not a big shock, but 
shocking in itself that he made it seem like a huge announcement. But Tony Khan loves his huge announcements to pop them ratings. Didn't pop shit. But point being, he he has bought Ring of Honor after a Ring of Honor pretty much slowly dissolved itself back in November or December of last year uh, due to mm. pretty much it not making money in itself. Pandemic definitely pandemic was one really, of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pandemic the pandemic much, definitely hit them pretty hard. Yeah, pandemic definitely hit Ring of Honor really hard, and the fact that it was on a channel that is really like I don't think I have sent like I had Sling TV this like during that time frame of when Ring of Honor was around. I don't think I could have found Ring of Honor on TV. I was able to find Impact, maybe even sometimes, um, even sometimes the uh, NWA NWA well NWA was on YouTube. That's easy. I'm talking about oh, New Japan. Oh. I'll be able to find New Japan sometimes. So it's just, I don't think I've ever seen Ring of Honor where it was just like accessible for me to watch. So, and I could say that about other people as well. Like, yeah, you can easily find shit on YouTube or on other platforms. But like I said, the pandemic really did a number on arguably what you can say was the fourth biggest wrestling company between major promotions which of course wwe is top dog then you got AEW. Mm -hmm. then you have impact ring of honor well no you you could argue new japan new japan is arguably either three or four with impact but if you yeah. this is use america america precisely here ring of honor will probably be fourth and then then from there you have your gcw and M ML mlw mlw nwa and, yeah, NWA, like, you you got there. So, and plus, Ring of Honor is home of many of the indie darlings, indie stars, that, or even top guys of wrestling right now as well. So, it literally has a place in many people's hearts of current modern wrestling as a whole. So, it sucks to hear it shut down. They even, like I said, they released their whole entire talent and told them go somewhere <laughs> go somewhere yeah, we don't know what the hell's gonna go, go on and that they did say around mania weekend that they were going to do something in regards to a big comeback uh like one last hoorah i believe or was just like a restart or something i believe which i think they're still going to do and they did announce that they're doing their own personal hall of fame which they already announced brain daniel bryanson uh, I'm still gonna call the nigga Brian Daniel sometime. Um, but uh, Daniel Bryanson um will be part of the uh, first Hall of Fame class, which makes sense. Um, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, CM Punk. Uh, I think Christopher Daniels is going in. Yeah. Uh, I think they just announced that like the uh, the guy that started the company, he's going into like the Legends portion or some yeah. or like I forget what portion it said, but he's in there. Yeah, so like you're gonna see various names over the next couple of years, honestly. Uh, and mm -hmm. going to that, like I'm pretty sure Seth is gonna be mentioned. Um, Seth is gonna probably Ow. be within the next the next couple of classes. Um, Sammy Cesaro, and KO. Yeah, Sammy KO. Like you're gonna start seeing like a lot more, but like it makes sense to see Daniel Bryan. It makes sense to see. Uh, uh, CM Punk 
and all of them be part of that first class because like they were they the OGs. Were, they were the OGs. They were the OGs. But but uh, my thoughts, overall thoughts of Tony Khan buying it, I don't care. <laughs> like to be honest, it's a really good business move because, especially if. Like I've read and heard different things involving does he own the tape, all the tapes? Because I heard that he may only own tapes from the past ten years, so he may not have all of Daniel Bryan, all of CM Punk stuff. Because you got to factor in if it's just the past ten years, that's just say he just had. So that means he may have as much far back as twenty ten. Daniel Bryan and CM yep. Punk were WWE in twenty ten, if I recall. Yep. So. Exactly. So he may have Seth Rollins shit, but <laughs> so it's like uh, you Might don't have, have you don't have you don't yeah. have the like everybody. But if he does own the whole tape collection, that in itself is good for um that in itself is a good thing because they are eventually going to uh, be on HBO Max. You need. But I think content. that's the biggest takeaway because yeah. they got themselves on a major streaming platform instead of just you know just a random one. Yeah, well, they are none because I don't consider Bleach Report a real streaming platform. Uh, but they got streaming. Oh yeah, they do. That's how they air their pay per views. Um, but point being, you have a place for you. You have more than just the last three years of AEW, which is some decent stuff. But it's also like, bro, I don't care. <laughs> like, not all of it I care about. Like, same way. I go to, like, literally, if you are watching us on YouTube, you can see in the background, I'm, like, currently behind my screen, it is Old Mania because it's that time of the year. But literally, do I want to watch everything AEW? No, not really. But you have, but having the Ring of Honor catalog is something that me personally, I will go back and watch more of than compared to, like, day one AEW. Like, fuck no. So, yeah. Yeah, it was just being honest, but that's business wise, I love it. It makes sense. But you got people saying, Oh my god, and I, they just helped a bigger roster. You probably just fucked over a bigger roster. <laughs> because the thing is, is like you you don't have a definite plan for most of your guys outside of like maybe five or six people on the main roster as it is. So just because you bought I say another full roster of worth of people, six is probably being nice. Um like buying a whole nother full roster worth of people is like you have to figure out what exactly that you want to do with it. You don't just bring them in and just say like, "Hey, we got you know we got everybody now." It's like, what do you actually? What are the plans exactly. to do with it? Even though like a then it, and the thing is, Ring of Honor released all the talent, so it's just yeah, like that's did. another so, thing that's qu- I'm confused about. So it's it's a lot of questions that I feel like uh, Mr. Co- uh, Mr. Tony Khan has to answer in regards to the deal in itself he did it was later brought up that he's considered making them like a developmental which we've been saying should have been doing a long time my brother so that helps <laughs> so like it would be really nice yeah. in regards to use ring of honor in that capacity um and also are you going to use it as a third tv show but because if it's developmental, because you got you can arguably say in NXT they don't even regard it as developmental no more. They right, legit, they still have a, a developmental system, but they don't even have to. They, they don't, don't have to use their third show as to yeah. They don't you know, refer as, right. it like that no more. 
Yeah, especially now. Yeah, they don't they don't refer it as developmental no more because you you have the whole PC center for that, and you they WWE owns Evolve as well on top of that, so that's part of their farm system. But regardless, like I like it business wise. Um, whatever you choose to do with it, I don't really care. But um, it's a good business move and. Also, it's funny that they didn't announce how much he did buy it for. Like that, I'm very curious on what that number was. And also, people saying it's a good thing is not in Vince's hands. Like, what difference does it make? <laughs> like, you you could go on the network right now. This man has literally, I will Peacock, unfortunately. But if you have a VPN, if you had a VPN, you could still use the network from other countries, and you could still sit there and have the beautiful timestamp system but you could literally look up a specific match and be like hey oh like i you could look up some you could literally look up eddie guerrero matches from god knows when you could find they probably have some of his i think they might own some of his ring of honor tapes to be honest yeah i wouldn't be surprised but like you they have access to like so much from wrestling from the six seventies eighties even probably the 60s whereas like yo like if you want to go back into that time you can go back and look at why freaking um what give me an old wrestler from the 70s what's dude bruno, bruno, bruno san, martino. san martino you can see why bruno san martino's body slam was bodying niggas for the one two three <laughs> shit like that exactly but yeah, so shout out to Tony Khan doing that. Like so, uh, doing that. Like even though he appeased the incel wrestling niggas that I hate so much, but um, it it's it's it was a good move. It it, it it's a good move business wise because I respect it in, in that sense. But um, yeah. So let's go ahead and get in. Oh yeah, uh, I just read that Miro signed a four year extension. Uh, yeah, he's there until twenty six. So, you know, shout out. I know to he's him. been hurt. I know he's been hurt. So, like, now that, but they, but he also been said that he's been cleared. Lana uh, confirmed that he's been cleared. If they throw this nigga at Adam Page <laughs> just to get eat a pin, mm. and then he disappears again, like I like G. Nothing has it wouldn't changed. shock me, but nothing has it, changed. Like we you would said, talk nothing, about nothing's it. changed. Yeah, like, like it just means even Tony Khan knows these niggas worth. But we'll talk about that <laughs> after we talk about uh, this pay per view. Um. Uh. So I don't Revolution care about that pre-show Sunday. shit. Fuck that pre-show shit. We don't care for about that shit. Only they got pre-show. a pre-show. Yeah, they they did have a pre-show, um, which involved. First off, let's talk about them. They got to start limiting these pay-per-view times because just because you can put on a five-hour pay-per-view doesn't mean you should. Exactly. Like, even WWE realized we got to cut Mania in half. <laughs> it's just, yeah, even they realized we got to cut Mania in half because Mania was the only one that used to go legit 4+. plus. Saudi, yeah. Saudi Mania would do it too, but it, they that's overseas and you could watch it during the freaking day. So exactly, and it's on a Saturday, and I think it. I think I would. I would stomach a four plus hour pay per view more 
is if it's on a Saturday. Cause that yeah, way, like all you, the pay per views that's been on a Saturday so far have been they've been delivering. It feels Saturday just feels like you have more energy to actually sit sit and watch because it's a Sunday is like Sunday is the day everybody getting prepared for the week again, pretty much. So I mean the weekday, yeah. But um, but yeah, like pissing me off. But anyway, uh, hey, I don't give a fuck about none of these matches. That uh, House of Black versus Death Triangle was actually a decent match. Um, it's good to see Buddy Math. Buddy Matthews back uh, and all of that. So shout out to that. Um, but the pay-per-view in itself opened with Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, decent overall match. Like I said, it's Chris Jericho's back legit looks like he cared about his physical well-being again. Bullying works, people. Remember that. Bullying works. Uh, <laughs> but Eddie Kingston ended up winning the match. It was a really good match. Eddie Kingston's best match being in AEW, like that I've watched. Like people probably say, but I view him as I talk too much, man. As in his, he's good at selling me on a match. Even though Jericho was beating his ass in most of these promos, by the way, but Eddie Kingston, uh, he had a good showing in his match. So give this man his respect. Um, your thoughts? Uh. Like I said, I didn't really get a chance to watch the full pay-per-view. I just know that, you know, most people said that it was pretty pretty good. Uh, you know, Jericho's back back to where he feels like he should be weight-wise, so that, you know, helps. Uh, Eddie King, like you said, Eddie King said he's a, he's a good talker. He could, he could definitely, he could sell you on some shit. Um, I don't really know. Uh, aside from continuing this, I don't really know what they do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what a lot of ADW matches—they do a lot of random shit sometimes. So yeah. it'd be like that. That's why it extends match times and shit. Uh, but next time, next match, AEW Tag Team Championship, the Triple Threat Tag Team, where I felt like Jurassic Express should have fucking lost because they haven't done nothing with these belts, and arguably they are probably the weakest quick side note a lot of people holding most of the men holding the belts right now for AEW. a lot of them except sammy Guevara. so as in the tag team champ in the 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 heavyweight champ have been some of their weakest title holders since the company's exception so fix it but um dress express beat red dragon and the young bucks uh, with all that being said, it was actually a decent match. Uh, it's just pretty much selling more on the fact that Red Dragon Young Bucks will be having a war. As in, we will get the Elite versus... Par- what is it called? Paragon? Yeah. <laughs> Paragon. It is what it is when it comes or to par- that. Or Paradigm, whatever it's called. Where the fuck they want to be called? Cause they, it's Undisputed Era versus the Young Bucks. That's what I'm going to call it, it. it. There we go. Literally, yeah, it, it's that. But And also, shout out to the person on Twitter. I got to start remembering people who I interact with on Twitter. Uh, but I'm glad dude said it, and it was it got a fair reception. You didn't have to put these guys back together. You didn't yeah. like like NXT broke them up for a reason because it was like they did all you can do. And if one company milks you that badly, unless you like a like a 
generational tag team like the Dudleys or the Hardys, then yeah, you can put you can do whatever you please. But a faction like like G, we just we just got a lot of them five plus years, and now you brought them back together to milk them. It's like we've seen it all. So, but yeah, but um, then the ladder match, uh, which I call the Wardlow highlight show, um. <laughs> Like I'm pretty sure you guys. He's can going. Look back. He's, he's bulldozing in that match, like real yeah, he, talk. Gee, gee, uh, but at the same time, we'll give Warlords props because he has improved a lot, and AEW needed a big man badly who can just like make his presence felt and get the cr- and the crowd rock with, because that was something they very much was lacking, needing that big guy. And I don't count Lance Archer because he is trash. Um, he's always but, hurt. That too, but Warlow has been an OG, and he is starting to really show why he was signed, and I like to see his development keep going forward, because I was, I think, very critical of him from the jump, but I like to be proven wrong, and when I'm proven wrong, I will own up to it, and Warlow has shown up to be that guy, and he's working his way up to be that guy, so shout out to him. He showed out in this ladder match. Keith Lee, I hate to say this, bro, and we're going to go into more detail about this much later on the podcast, uh, on this side of the podcast. Unfortunately, I do not have that much just queued up. But um, Scott Steiner wouldn't be proud of you right now, G. That's all I'm going to say. Nah, he'd be, um, like, I'm he'd be staring in very, in very, you're, you're fat. Exactly. I can't find my sound clip of that at this moment, but but gee, you just don't like it's like you was always a big guy. Like, like come on now, but it's a difference when it's a difference, and then it's just yeah. like you look more fatigued and stuff. But we'll talk about that later. Um, but Keith Lee did have his moments. Uh. Everybody looked solid in this match. I forgot Christian Cage was even involved, but uh, it, but it was really the let Wardlow sh- shine his star and collect the Sonic Ring, and he did. Um, next was the AEW TBS Championship. Uh, the best part of this match was Jade and Jake. I mean, Tay Conti giving us HLA. Eric Bischoff approves, but yes. uh. But of course, if you thought Jade was going to lose this belt, you had another thing coming. Jade is still your TBS champion, and she's going to continue wearing it until God knows when. Then CM Punk versus MJF, uh, pretty much to finally end this very extended feud and prior in AEW's best storyline in this exception. Uh, yep. But really great match. Um. Warlow pretty much finally cut itself off from MJF by throwing in the the legendary brass knuckle ring in there to uh, to CM Punk and pretty much cost MJF the match. But really good match, and not as long as that freaking other one they had where it didn't need to be a fucking hour. But um, yeah. CM Punk's another guy we need to talk about. He's not in fucking good shape either. But um, but yeah. Next, we got Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, at this point, I'm over Britt Baker. I feel like she's the most overrated woman in wrestling right now, but it is what it is when it comes to that. It should have been Thunder Rosa. It was time to get for this belt to change hands. It should have been Thunder Rosa's turn. But also, this goes back to how much 
your women's division is shit because Jade is too green to beat Britt Baker right now. And yes, she is still green as much as we love Jade. She's still green as shit. And so, but at the same time, you're building her up as the only person who can take her down. Thunder Rosa was the one that makes the most sense. And it's also time to put a, a, a that belt on her face just to see how things go with it. And for a fresh pair of opponents. But it's like we're over. I'm just over Britt Baker hype. And it's just like she ain't she ain't got it. But I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, very mid man. They just they. It's like it's not too much that you really have to do to improve your women's division. It's just give other people a chance to you know build some other people up. That's all you got to do. Put them on TV. It's not like you got to. You probably have maybe two or three people, at least from what I can see, that are that are still green, including Jay, like you said. But you got other people on the roster from from WWE that are proven, you know, that they can go in the ring. Like for for instance, like Ruby Soho, like where has she been at? Like I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not understanding why. What was like you just signed her just to sign her basically? Like you know different than what WWE did with us, you know, you didn't give her, you know, a fair shot when she got to the main roster. So. Exactly. But hey, it's time, but new belt. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, you can't, you can't, you looks can't nice. do it yet. Lo- a, lo- nice. a lot improved from the last belt. Yeah. Cause the, like I said, the last woman's belt looked like a goddamn toy. Looks like you didn't uh, care. Yeah. So next is John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Rip, to me, my match of the really night. Match. Really, really great match. Um, John Moxley won, and Daniel Bryan lost to another person. <sighs> Losses and draws, and him beating up other niggas. But, uh, but point being, uh, I'm not mad at him. I'd rather him lose to a WWE nigga than AEW niggas. But, um. But overall, good match. Uh, William Regal pretty much came out and looks like he's going to be the voice of the faction that uh, Daniel Bryan and John Moxley's going to have. So shout out to for one William Regal saying, uh, "I'm not ready to just sit down just yet." But also fuck Tony Khan for saying, "I'm not about to give William Regal any uh, part of my behind the scenes work." Uh, so <laughs> you're going to be on TV, bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So, uh, but. It was funny seeing uh, when Regal come out and slap both of them, but uh, also I'm really curious to see where things really go with this faction now. Um, I don't want to talk about this. Gee, Sting going through tables. I man, he claims he's okay, but like my worst fear is that he takes what seems like an okay bump and doesn't get back up from it. Like I don't want to see something like that happen to him. He's like, so I've been cool. Like, honestly, like, I've been cool with what he's been doing at AEW. Like, it's cool to see him, you know, mentor Darby Allen and stuff. But at this point, it's a reason why they didn't let him do certain stuff in WWE because they knew of his, uh, you know, his neck injury. Even an impact. Impact, too. They had to, he had to really slow down the impact, and that's, that showed a lot. IG, but, like, um, like, the man's been wrestling for 40 fucking years, dude. Come on. But uh, Darby, the fact that literally your TNT championship was not on the line 
Because they did the match two days before. Stupid. You could have did that trios match on Rampage. Stupidity. But you're gonna do it again. They're gonna do it again anyway. I'm good. Uh then Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. Uh Decent match. Um, I'm glad that it didn't go super long. We wasn't getting the the real Adam Cole NXT experience, which is, oh, this match is going to have like 45 near close falls and shit. Like, it, I'm glad it wasn't that, even though I miss them sometimes, but I'm glad it wasn't that. Uh, just featuring a new nigga. But, um, okay match. It could have been better. Uh... The crowd is really starting to turn on Adam Page because just like, yo, who gives a fuck? And I really strongly believe they should have put the bet on Adam Cole here. But if you're trying to, I'm still trying to see what they're trying to do. Because <laughs> if his next opponent is probably Mirror, I'm going to be like, who fucking cares? Who cares? Yeah, I don't. Like you beat Daniel Bryan barely. One of them was a draw. And I'm still not really sold on how he won the second time go around. And then he beat, um, and then beating Adam Cole. He beat Lan- he beat Lance Archer. Fuck he took Lance a really Archer. nasty, like, but that match that was the match that made me really realize that 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 I don't think he's gonna he he like he's their worst built world champion so far. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like that match specifically was like, damn. Yeah, so we'll see where they go next with Adam Cole, but my, th- I mean, with El Hangman. But my whole point with that, saying all of this sure, now both is, um, is back to like the use of niggas they recently signed. Let's just go with people released that they have currently. So let's start with Andrade. Notice that he was in that ladder match, and we didn't mention him at all. You remember, right? He was a what? He was in the ladder match, match, and we didn't mention him. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention him. Andrade was at least on TV every fucking week. He had had a mid-card title. I think he had two runs with the mid-card title, if I believe correctly. He was prominent on TV. He was wrestling good matches. This nigga is now... Yes, there was a point where he was in catering. There was a point. I get it. He was unhappy magically, but you're cool. But as, as me and somebody else said on Twitter, the nigga was hide now. Now he's chilling at staircases. He like gee, like he's not. He's honestly doing less now than he was Way then. Less. Next, Ruby Soho. They really wanted to push him. Yeah, they really wanted. To, they could, but once again. They really fumbling the fuck out of that. Um, next, that's Alistair Black is actually prominently on TV. He's honestly, I would say, he's about in the same place he is now. He he's at an yeah. okay place. I'm not. I have really no real issues. Like it's just once again, AEW has too many fucking factions. And my issue is if they everybody goes after the TNT title and it's just like why? It's like why? That that's my yeah, thing. Um, which I understand is the mid card, but it's just like why. But Alistair Black, I have no real issues with. 
Ruby Soho. Where is she? Like Batman said, where is she? Where? <laughs> where? Please, somebody tell me where. Where is she? Is she hurt? I don't know. Was she hurt? I don't know. We need to know. We need answers to these questions. We don't know. Miro. Now, he's recently been hurt. He And I would say Miro, and this is an example of some companies know that WWE probably didn't F up in terms of how they booked you. Yes, he's probably the most successful. He had a TNT title. Well, John, I, and I don't count John Moxley in this because he was legit a star. Moxley and Jericho right. do not count in this conversation because they they were OGs and they were stars from jump. Um, but Miro, um, TNT title. Then he gets hurt he twice. No, he won it once. So if he won it, well, either way, let's put it this way: Meryl showed up as a, a goof. Yeah. He got angry because a nigga broke a video game. But eventually, he got serious. They took him seriously and said, "Okay." But y'all told me he was a world champion. He, he, yeah, he would, but he lost to Dan Bryan in the world thing. So I understand that. Like, hey, look. <laughs> but. <laughs> Then you get hurt, but there's no sign of you. There's none. Like, none at all. So, I, my point, I just don't get where does he fit in all of this. Like, like literally, if if you, especially if he resigned, I believe he's probably next for Adam Hangman Page to fight. But I know he's not beating him. They're not really going to be able to convince at least me, at least I I wouldn't be convinced that he like did, you have to rebuild him up. Him. <laughs> you you have to, especially because the gimmick that he was coming with during that time frame was really fire. Yeah. But hey, um, but once again, he's that mid card who mid card guy like Vince McMahon viewed him as plain and simple. It's not an issue. Um, with good character. Um, then we have. Um, do, 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 give me another name. Uh, Pop, Pop, like, I haven't, I haven't really well, he's seen OG. much from him. I let it slide, he's OG. I let it slide, he's OG, and plus, like, same place, same place. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole, my main thing is this, and though he wasn't released, he chose to release himself, my whole point being in all of this is, to me, it kind of shows that the talent that was in NXT and also how strongly they made him look because even against the coldest niggas, he was giving niggas work. Like that's just how well they booked them. And then on top of that, it's just, am I happy that he got a title shot within probably what? Two, two months. Yeah. But yeah. he still lost, like, even though it's not on his record, he still lost to Orange Cassidy in a feud-ending match. You lost to it Orange fucking sense. Cassidy. It made no sense because you didn't even have to wrestle him again. You beat him twice, I believe. But you chew, you, you let them book you to lose to Orange Cassidy in an unsanctioned match, but you still lost to Orange fucking Cassidy. 
That's your first loss. Orange fucking Cassidy, who was literally used as a prop in the ladder match that we just saw this weekend. Then, yeah, you're beating a bunch of nobodies. You're pretty much watching the Dark Order and all of that, which is cool. Yeah, neat. Like, we saw Daniel Bryan do it a couple like, the last month. We've seen a fun. lot of people beat the Dark Order, so... And the Dark Order has became a huge fucking joke. It's a joke. Huge fucking joke. Which is unfortunate, because I, I like them. But, you fucked up. Um... But my but, but it's just then, the fact that no go ahead. Well, you can finish your thought. You can finish ahead. your thought. No go ahead. It's like Adam Cole was literally the face of a brand for. I would say he was the he was the the face of NXT for at least three years. He's the face of a whole brand. His whole faction held gold. Then you come here to pretty much you you doing almost the same thing, but with little like it's 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 little stuff that that they're doing with him that doesn't make sense and it's like now after this it's probably you know they, they go keep building up with you know them and the bucks until omega comes back what you could do with or without the belt but it probably would have made more sense to do it with the belt um i don't know it's just they they've had this issue since the beginning like they don't their their consistency with with storytelling only only comes up every blue moon kind of Mhm. Yeah, no lies. But uh, but yeah, no lies. But uh, but yeah. Um, then let's just go with the recent one, Keith Lee. Now, yes, everybody feels like WWE fumbled with Keith Lee. I'm pretty sure even deep down in WWE's heart, they feel like they did. And also recently with Vince Man saying. Uh, he sounds too smart. I think it. I must just say this real quick. The choice of words was wrong. You don't tell a black man he sounds too smart. You just don't. Me and you can both. We're, we're African American man. You just don't tell a black man you sound too smart. We know this. Yeah. But Keith Lee, when you you hear Keith Lee speak. He sounds like fucking Abraham Lincoln. He speaks how if 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 they wanted the Riddler to really be the Riddler instead of domestic terrorist Riddler from the Batman, I would have picked Keith Lee and had him speak the riddles. Yeah. That's how he talks. It's like we talk we make yeah. fun of it. <laughs> in the group, in the party chat, in the group chat, it's just so. It's like I get it. His tone does come off as intellectual. Yeah, that's. I think that's what he really should have said. He said your tone is your the tone for your character is too, like you said, it's too. I don't even want to use the word intellectual because it's still kind of that still would kind of be a knock at you know. You know, it would I would have just said your thing, tone. The tone of your voice doesn't fit the character. Does not fit your character. Especially the character that you want him to be. Because, regards, Keith Lee is freaking 6'6 and built like me. Just more muscular. Now, you know, he's he's legit built like me last year. <laughs> he's built like me last year. And 
that's the fucked up part. Cause I remember how like me last year was. I was fat and fatigued. Now I'm at least fat toned enough and less fatigued. So point being, nigga, you fat and you're not in shape. They putting you in these matches, do some spots, and it's just like, bro, why are you so tired? You wasn't like this to last year. You wasn't like this two years ago. Yes, he had a very horrible bout with COVID. I am aware of that. Very much aware. But I don't think AEW's aware of it because it's noticeable for some people who's watching it on TV who are big fans of the guy. And I'm not just looking at it like, I'm happy to see Keith Lee back in the ring. Yes, but also I want to make sure he's healthy. Does he care right. about his health? And that's going to affect how he's possibly booked because Wardlow shined in that match. In a match that I thought Keith Lee was going to shine in. Mm -hmm. That's my issue. And it's making me really concerned if honestly, if he's going to be the star that we believe that AEW, I mean, WWE fumbled with. Or if WWE was right, that A, maybe he was somebody replaceable. I want him to prove them wrong. I want him to prove me wrong. As a fan, prove me the fuck wrong. But at the same Mind time. Mind you. No, go ahead. Age does play a uh, you know a factor into this because Keith Lee is thirty seven. He's not young anymore. Yeah. So you know, wrestling age. He's it's still, only he's still decent wrestling age. He's still, still that's still decent wrestling age. But you know, consider you know taking that into consideration with his health. You know, you just you still have to you have to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just like I'm hopeful that he gets it together. But at the same time, for him to be the star that, like, do I really want to see him go against goddamn Team Taz? For the Not next really, couple of months? But... Do I? Like, do I, I don't care about seeing him versus, versus Powerhouse Hobbs, a.k.a. Ice Train 2.0, as um my homie J.R. Bang calls him. I don't. <laughs> If you don't know who Ice Train is, go on the network and find old WCW matches from 96, 97. The black man that you see, that's Ice Train. But I don't I don't want to see him versus... Well, Ricky Starks is decent. I, I will see him fight Ricky Starks. Yeah. But I don't want to see him fight for the FTW. No, I don't. I really don't. I don't care. But if, if it means some fighting Hook, Hook is green as shit still. They just make Hook look really fucking good. The way they booking Hook should be the way they've been booking Keith Lee these past three weeks. Hook looks unbeatable. Yeah. Keith Lee looks like you can mob him like you saw and he gets overwhelmed. But do a better job at booking the man, G. Like, WWE, to me, was not wrong with trying to make him fight like he's big. You're big. You're a 6'6", 350-pound black man. Well, not, I shouldn't involve black man, but you're a 6'6", 350-pound man who used to play football. Act like it. Yeah, it's cool to see exactly. you do flips and shit too, but it's just like, gee, if you want a sustainable career, you gotta, you can't always you gotta do slow that down. You gotta, yeah. you gotta switch it up and 
you have to play to your strengths. You have to fight with your strengths. Exactly. Like that's, that's all I'm asking for. Like, but yeah. So, but yeah. But right now, Keith Lee, I don't see anything that's making me feel otherwise that he's going to be NXT Keith Lee. So that's that's my that's my that's my spiel right now with that. That's my spiel. But um, anything you want to add? Um, I just really hope he does get it together. Main thing I'm only, only real thing I'm concerned about is his health. Cause with booking, whether they book him this way or that way, that's on them. They gonna they gonna do what they do regardless. But he's the the one that has to take care of his health. And I'm always for putting your health before you know everything. So you know, in that regard, I just hope she get to the get gets it together. And for the foreseeable future, at least we know he'll be on TV. So. But yeah, so um NXT uh roadblock. So yeah, we could just go and transition to NXT roadblock. Um I thought you said you had to say something on punk. Oh, that corny shit. Oh yeah, bro. Just cause a nigga don't remember all the fuck you did at Ring of Honor, bro, and your interest paid tribute to that, like bro, shut the fuck up. You 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 disrespected your own personal fan. That shit was corny. Yeah. Like bro, like can't be too and he's kind of he's been a lot of people are acting like would you know kind of brushed it off, but he's been like that since he's been in WWE. That's been a something that people talked about for years. He kind of he takes stuff too personal sometimes. He's emotional, and it's like that, and that's the type of shit where it separates who can legit be the face of companies and who's just satisfied with just being a a star of wrestling because you you wouldn't see john cena who still to this day follows he still has to follow us on twitter but he follows anybody on twitter he's nice to people still to this day like yeah he has done asshole things that you can kind of sweep under the rug because you got to dig to find but the good he's done supersedes it roman reigns even though he's the top heel among all the wrestling still does good things out the ring. He does all the right things. Even Brock fucking Lesnar right now. Brock Lesnar just gave him probably the most praise I've ever seen him get. Like, that was legit. Even Yeah, exactly. But even Brock Lesnar right now knows how, like, is, knows how to really be a star, be, represent your company. CM Punk just wants to appease these internet incels because at the same time, he probably acts like one. And I hate to say it because he, I never met the man in person. He might see this and probably get triggered. Fuck him if he do because, hey, bro, you ain't coming out south. You're not going to come out south. You ain't going to, and literally, I seen you get your ass kicked on MMA. And I don't care if you know jiu-jitsu. I'll run your ass over, plain and simple. But point being, point being and all of this, the way he handles his own genuine, just because somebody don't know a moment, like, bro, I've rocked with CM Punk. I didn't know what the fuck he should just doing. know better in general. Like, gee, you don't got to be an You've asshole. You've been in the game this long. Like, even, like, gee, it just shows, like, why you wasn't pushed to that John Cena level. <laughs> it just shows. You don't know how to maneuver. You don't know how to operate. And that's what separates the 
that's what separates the Triple H's from the John Cena's. It's what separates the it separates the Stone Colds and the Rocks from the Undertakers. That stuff. That stuff right there. Yep. That's what separates them. Those go beyond, way beyond wrestling stars. Even though you could say Stone Cold isn't as big as The Rock, but you know you get what I mean, though. Those people who, even Hulk Hogan, those people who supersede wrestling as a whole. Hulk Hogan has who, did a lot of bad shit publicly, and people still see him yeah, as but, um. They they not knocking him off that Mount Rushmore because he yeah. said the N word a couple times. Yeah, that's how big like, he but, is. But that's my point. Hulk Hogan was so bigger than wrestling, where it's just like. But I'm not talking about. I'm talking about in terms of just being superseding the sport. Yeah, you're bigger than the sport itself. Yeah, that's what separates the Hogan's Rock and Cena's from the Triple H's, the Undertaker's, Shawn Michaels, if you will, even Shawn Michaels and shit. It's 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 that difference. It's that different. It's a difference. How they carry this of how they promoted the company and shit. How the fans draw to them, and why CM Punk literally is the voice of a specific fan base who probably got stuffed in lockers. And that's fucked up to say. But. Those are some but of the most hardcore fans. Point blank, simple. Outside of Chicago, but even then. But overall, though, um, but yeah, that's like that's that's just lame, bro. Like some people yeah. will legit shoot you acting like that, bro. From where we're from, like gotta- outright. Like some people will legit shoot you, bro. But yeah, that's all I gotta say. But let's uh talk about NXT um run through. Oh, before we I... get to that, you watched the um the Mc... Vince McMahon Pat McAfee interview, right? Yeah, it wasn't much to really huff on. Like, like it was some moments, but it was really nothing nothing to really hover over, you know. But um uh yeah, NXT roadblock um Happened last night. Uh, pretty decent showing. Um, almost, I'm going to actually start with the main event on this one. The main event was really good. It did something I felt like was was necessary to keep things interesting going into Mania season. Uh, triple threat between Braun Breaker, Dolph Ziggler, and uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, of course, Dolph wasn't coming out of this match with, when no shenanigans uh, happened and he had Bobby Roode help him. But he did capture the NXT Championship for the first time in his career. Really good match. Uh, really good storytelling. It's leading up to two things. Braun Breaker getting um, his shine during WrestleMania season because he will be, um, I mean, WrestleMania, the day of WrestleMania. Yeah. Because uh, he will be getting that belt back. Yeah, stand and deliver. Um, and then two, we are, um, if this isn't the end of it, I think stand and deliver should be the final send off for Tommaso Ciampa. Like he's, this is the end. This is the end of his NXT run. A very, a very, very good NXT run at that. He's done all that he can, he could do for the brand. Um, he's just, he's been on raw the 
almost the past month. So I, he's he's more than ready to be on the main roster. He's a veteran at this point. I think he could thrive on the on Raw or SmackDown. Um. Yeah, that that uh the the setup going into stand and deliver is gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah. But like overall, like I don't really have much thoughts of it. Was decent. It was the overall decent little pay per view. I mean, well, special. Let's put it that way. Special event. Yeah. Event. Yeah. Um. But Dolph Ziggler beating Ciampa uh was really interesting, especially as we full force to Mania season. Because uh, right now, so also update on Cody Rose. We don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. We don't. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Niggas really thought. A part of even though it was a slim chance, I felt he could have debuted at the MSG show. You think they? Why they wasn't going to literally have a non? There wasn't no network, point. Yeah, a non-network event and debut a top star of wrestling like that. You just don't. Um, it would also been if they did, it would have been another Vince McMahon F you to the Rhodes family as a whole. But but yeah. Um but I would say it was just funny seeing everybody scramble trying to get news on what's going on at a house show. I admit they got me a little bit because I was for me I was more curious on who Brock's opponent was. But he beat Austin Theory ass. But as we head to the road of Mania, we pretty much got confirmed that Brock and Roman will be a um, what you call it? Unification match. Unification match. Um, yeah, unification match with already the dirt sheet saying that it's only going to be. And like I said, I'm not putting much stock in it, but it it goes with my belief. Um, it goes with my belief that um. What was I about to say? My belief that, um, shoot, what was I about? Now I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah, it goes with my belief that it was it's only going to be unified for, like, a hot second and not too long at all. <laughs> like, because yeah, they would have like, said, if they were going to merge both of the belts, they would have said an undisputed championship match, like mm-hmm. how they did last time mm-hmm. with, uh, with Cena and Randy. Exactly. So, but, Which I'm um, cool with it. I don't yeah. think that they need to just have one world title. At this point, you've you formatted your you formatted your shows around having two world champions so it'd be weird without a, a major setup or transition into going back to one world championship mm-hmm. yeah so like I said, there's no rush and they're not retiring the universal championship no time soon by no, no. you know for people that think that they're gonna bring I, as much as i love the world heavyweight championship they're not bringing that belt back no not not at this time though no. Mm-mm, not at all but yeah so we'll see where things go in regards to that um but it's literally built for roman to win this match even how brock like you mentioned brock is giving this man tons of praise on off camera i mean on on camera as in and we're talking media runs he's giving roman tons of fucking praise that match is set up for roman to win <laughs> yeah it's set up to literally put Roman into that echelon of like, hey, you got to put him up there with the Triple H's, Undertaker's, Stone Cold, and Rocks of the of John Cena's other world. And you got to accept it. 
<laughs> you have to accept it, G. Uh, you have to acknowledge him. If you exactly, haven't done it you before, have you have to him, now. G. You have to like, acknowledge this man. Like, bro, like, G, nothing's going to make me pop more when that nigga beats Brock and literally has both belts. And then he just literally, as WrestleMania cuts off, he says, acknowledge me. <laughs> Which is funny because Brock Lesnar is acknowledging this nigga. <laughs> He's acknowledging him in the media like, he gets it. <laughs> he gets it. Brock so. said he's going to do what was Brock is he said it without saying it. He's he's here for the for the money, but he's having fun while doing it. He knows exactly. what's actually going to to make not only himself money, but you know, the whoever he's working with. He he knows where where Rome is going. Exactly. So uh so yeah. Moving on. Uh Kevin Owens has his WrestleMania situation planned out now. Because Stone Cold is, because he will have a uh, KO show or it's going to turn into a KO match versus Stone Cold. So, hey. And Stone Cold accepted it in the most exactly. Stone Cold way possible. Exactly. So. And then you got people who's over fucking analyzing like JR old ass. Like, bro, you can't even stay up for AEW pay-per-views. And you got the nerve to say, <laughs> yeah, and yes, I understand Stone Cold is your greatest friend ever. But at the same time, bro. You're overanalyzing a Stone Cold promo when he hasn't had to actually act in character in probably many of years at this point. And he's so it's like, stop. I still felt the energy. You're doing too much. Damn. But he thought that, that he wasn't Stone Cold enough for that promo? Yeah. Like, uh, nigga, he's, he's in the middle of fucking his farm. Chill. Come on. Doing too much. Go to sleep. That's another AW needs new uh outside of uh dude in the mask, I can't I always forget his name, but uh they need new announcers. Tony Schiavone yeah. should only do like like in like, like in special events. interviews and events because he actually still got it, but he be tweaking. But Jim Rawson is like bro. It's a reason why they WWE kind of saw it. They saw it before everybody else did. Not to yep. say that he's terrible, but it's like not it no more, man. Man, that's okay. Yeah, but but um but yeah, so we'll see where things go in regards to that. Um But yeah, so I'm excited to see uh KO have his moment. Seth Rollins at this point, like I said, we don't know what's going on with Cody and I, the rumor is Seth versus Cody, but Seth doesn't have nothing yet. <laughs> he has nothing. I think they will figure. They'll figure. They'll it figure out something Seth, out though. for my boy, because G, you can't have Seth has to have a match. You have to figure it out. Um, so we're still waiting to see what's going on with Seth. Um, then we have Edge. Um, yeah, Edge, he finally and, made his. Uh, he went full heel again. Yeah. It, so pretty much AJ accept Edge's challenge, and he proceeded to say, "Thank you for accepting my challenge." Your gift for accepting my challenge is I will try to handicap you going up as we lead up to our match. <laughs> exactly. Good old concerto. Straight to the neck. Exactly. Like, come on, bro. Like, geez. it's not, that like the whole time that 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 this has been going on, like I just been it's so ironic because like you went for his neck, you know, not to to play into edges, edges, but it's like it's, you know, they literally going neck for neck. Literally. <laughs> It's just ironic. It's too ironic, G. And then Edge, he came. It was, 
it was funny because he came out with no music, no pyro. He just he just sat in the rain looking like a criminal, G. <laughs> Man lost his damn. And this mind. is gonna be good. Yeah, it, it, like I'm I'm all for it. Like it's gonna be a really great match. Uh Bianca and uh Bianca and what's her uh and Becky pretty much going full full string into their uh to their uh, mania match which i'm all for and i hope people understand this is the benefits of long-term storytelling i want you people to understand that you see what's going on this is the benefits of playing the long game from SummerSlam to mania they didn't out like you keep bianca in the picture but they didn't really need to interact consistently and you this is what you get quality over quantity people exactly exactly even though i would still make the case that this should main event over ronda and charlotte but at the end of the day charlotte is still going to main event <laughs> i mean ronda rousey is going to main event that night at wrestlemania and it's going to take literally some insane fanfare for th- that switch to happen plain and simple yep um but yeah, oh, so RK Bro won back the uh the tag team titles in a really good triple threat tag team match. Yeah. It's funny we didn't had two of them in the same week, and you know, but um they won they won the titles back. It's I'm glad that they didn't do you know the the more expected thing to do is just have them lose. Randy um turn on Riddle or vice versa or something like I like the way that this is going. I don't think now would have been the time to break them up just to do a uh you know to do a match yeah so like i'm i'm cool with where things is going uh curious who they're going to fight i'm pretty sure i feel uh almost yeah Alpha they probably get the street profits or i think it's going the alpha cam is going to get their rematch and you're going to throw the street profits in there because you got to do something with the street profits you have to yeah because they they've been saying like you know we beat them the week before before they won the titles back so far as you know they concerned they already the number one contender, so they're getting a match regardless. Yeah, so I think it's um, gonna be a triple threat um, for the belts going into Mania. Uh, which is cool. Van Balor got the belt back. Pretty much, him and Damian Priest is gonna be going back and forth. Hopefully, we get Demon at Mania. We need Demon. We need Diamond Van Balor at uh, <laughs> the Diamond uh, at Mania. So come on, we need it. Uh, especially the Should demon needs to be uh needs to, his his W back because uh it took once again it took an act of God <laughs> it took an <laughs> act of God to get Finn Balor demon Finn Balor out of here. <laughs> so that just shows all we need to know. It took an act of God to beat the demon. So and Damian Priest is no freaking um, <laughs> child of God. So. <laughs> So literally, we look where we at 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 this right now. So um, Ricochet, let's go on the SmackDown side of things. Ricochet finally, uh, finally won his first piece of gold in WWE. Um, happy for him. Oh, that's, uh, that's not the first time. I don't count. Anything. He's act, he's no he did he won the United States title on his uh his his Raw run. I don't remember that. I thought he didn't. Everybody says yeah. He first. won. He beat. He beat. No, that's because he's they, he's the only man in history now to hold the North American Intercontinental in the United States. He beat Samoa Joe in uh, 
2019. I think he beat him at either Money in the Bank or Stomping Grounds or one of the two. And then he lost the belt to uh, to AJ. Man, he definitely did. I felt like that was his first piece of gold. Well, it's been a minute then. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so yeah. it's been a you know, good he went time. on his 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 slump, you know, his metamorphosis and stuff. But I'm glad to see him back Yeah, at the top of the mid card again. I think it was a good move, especially considering you didn't want to just have Sammy have the I'm I'm glad that Sammy did win the belt to get you know get another rain underneath it for a minute. But you didn't need to have him win the belt then go to WrestleMania just to beat the shit out of uh Johnny Knoxville. Exactly. Like so, it just wasn't been kinda holding up the belt for no reason. So Yeah. So but overall I'm happy for Ricochet. We're gonna see where he where he may who his mania opponent may be uh over the next probably by next week we'll know. But um Yeah. Overall I'm happy for him. Uh and pretty much that it is confirmed that Sami Zayn is going to more than likely murder uh <laughs> Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> he's going to murder him, uh, and literally it's going to be a, that's going to be a fun match. He was going to be it's not going to be bad bunny good, but it's going to be fun because Johnny be shenanigans good. It's, it's going to be shenanigans too. It's going to be fun, but also this is the reason I say fun because Johnny Knoxville is going to take bumps. Yeah, he, he made that, a living that, off of that. So he makes a living off taking bumps. So. We're going to see him take some bumps. Like the difference is, Bad Bunny was going to take a few bumps, but you're not about to destroy one of the biggest pop stars globally. Because yeah. Bad Bunny makes money. He he is the he 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 makes money from off the Latino culture. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um. um... Man. I don't think they they haven't made any official plans for the Usos to defend the belt. Not yet. But they probably if they don't drop them at Mania, they dropping them. They got to drop them probably right after Mania. Yeah, around. Or at least I I don't know. It re- it really depends on how how Roman what Roman is doing with both the belts after Mania. You know, assuming that he wins both of them, which he should. But I think that's when they'll try to you know, break down the dynamic of the group a little bit more and have them losing the belts and stuff. Yeah, we'll see but, what um, things go regards to that. But um there's really nobody like New Day is in a flux right now. Uh yeah, New Day's in a flux. Uh the Latino boys, um <laughs> I really feel I really feel like that's who I was thinking of. That's who I, I was thinking like they, they could build them up, but then you got the Viking Raiders in the mix them. too. But like so you got the Viking Raiders in the mix too. Um, and they did did they fight them at um at Saudi? Yeah, but the U- Usos won. Um But like I say you, you got the Vikings Raiders in the mix. I don't want them to do back to back triple threat tag teams. Nah, because then it's it's kind of overdoing yeah. it. Like I said, New Day's not really in position. Um, yeah, New Day's not really in position. You could do the Los Lotharios guys. I, like, I don't remember their name. You could do them. You don't need to. Or you could just run it back with the Viking Raiders. So, you have options. Yeah, I feel like they should do something for them to kind of keep them busy. Because... My main concern with the with the Brock Roman match, I don't necessarily want him to have help from 
if anybody at all, you know, Paul Heyman might get into some shenanigans, probably get F5 in that match to keep him out the way. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Usos need to get directly involved in this one. Like this mm-hmm. one, because they're building up to be a definitive win for Roman. Like this will be yeah. the first time he really is is beating him with no shenanigans. Yeah. So like I see, like this that like literally the way they gonna build it is gonna be set up that way. So we'll see where things go. But overall, like we're well into, um, we're well into Mania season right now. Like, shit, yeah, like wrestling. A bulk really of the matches are booked now. So. Yeah, so like we're we're moving on. People still doing the most on why certain people are not in significant matches, but just like shut the fuck up. But um, like I said, like it's we're well into Mania season. This next month is going to literally build up the show in itself. Now, like I said, we mm-hmm. it's just the only person we worried about is Seth. <laughs> That's the only dude we're worried about is Seth. Uh, if you really want to consider a word, like I said, I, they're gonna figure it out for sure. Exactly, like they're gonna put him somewhere, and as long as that somewhere is not in this Brock and Roman match, we good. <laughs> like, I would be mad, but this is the wrestling portion of Threes from the Ring. Once again, uh, follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you're watching us right now. YouTube Media, share uh, the content as well. Like, comment, and share. And subscribe so do that right now and if you're listening to the soundcloud portion just continue to stick around because basketball is next daytro will be here as well at that point we appreciate you guys for listening and thanks and peace also ww2k22 looks really fucking good <laughs> i ain't buy it yet but it looks fucking good are- <laughs> It looks that's good. another thing. It's like you got people got to stop nitpicking so much. See, because I get it. Like the last game was shit. Like it was, it was very bad. But you got to understand. I can't thank all of you beautiful people enough for all of your concern and your messages. It's very heartwarming. Uh, I can move all my digits. You see that? That's nice. That's always a good thing. Um, strength feels fine, but unfortunately, uh, right now they tell me my neck is broken. So there's that. But uh, once again, thank you, everybody. I'm going to be all right. I'll be good. Don't worry. Go to sleep. Don't worry about all me. But uh, for real, thank you. And uh, I appreciate all of you, for real. All right. We're back. Threes from the ring. Now, if you're sitting there wondering, if you listen to the first portion of Threes from the ring, where it was just me and Tyler, you're wondering, why, you guys, uh, why do I have Big E's voice? Because Big E broke his freaking neck. Uh, this, this this past episode of SmackDown, where him Kofi was fighting, but not but I mean uh Rich Holland and Sheamus and, and then and, yeah and Sheamus and in the in a little out the ring moment, Rich Holland tried to do a over the head belly to belly suplex on Big E, didn't do it properly, and it led to Big E uh hurt landing on his head, which led to him breaking his neck. Good thing is. As he's been updating us as of today, he doesn't require no surgery, and he and there's no really bad structural damage. So, which is all good things. There's no issues with his spine, nothing like that. And thank good Lord that he's okay. So, we're just gonna give an update and talk about that look for real briefly. Then we're gonna move on to basketball. But um, really sad situation happened to Big E. But the good thing is, in my honest opinion, is the fact that. He will be back and fine. I think 
I read that somewhere that uh, as long as if it don't require surgery, he can be out for at the minimum, I think maybe 10 weeks. So that's like two months uh, of him out the, at the minimum of him being out of action. So that's a good thing in, in as well. But still a sad situation. But uh, you guys give you, your guys thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Big E being um, being uh, you know, not as bad as it was. Uh, you know, I don't think he'd be back in two months. Uh, WWE has been doing a a let these niggas heal uh, type run with they superstars lately, and you know I respect that. Um, you can tell by Oscar. I know Oscar like touring muscle. And I know touring muscle is, takes forever, regardless. Yes, especially, especially. As she, and she's older too. So yeah, especially being older. But you know, always rumors of her being cleared and whatnot. And even though I don't think she still is, but Oscar, oh, uh, give Oscar time to rest. You want the people out the hundred percent. Um, and I know as much as uh, as much as um, people don't see it at the moment. Big E is still a huge asset for that company. And I know they want him to be a hundred percent. Um and I know they love everybody loves Big E. You can't say you don't love Big E. He just will be one of them superstars that when he retire, they gonna show more love to him than they show to Bret Hart. So um now I like to say this, uh Engagements for your account is not fake love. Now I know in a world of of uh, I mean engagements for your account is fake love. Let me say that. I know in a world that where everybody's trying to build their brand and have things of that nature that they want to they want to say things that get the buzz no matter what's going on through sports or through um, you know wrestling things of that nature like. You know, Braun dropped fifty. People say all y'all celebrating a fifty, uh, a, a fifty point game from a, a person who's in like an eleven seed or whatnot. You know, uh, but with this Big E stuff, a lot of people put out engagement tweets saying he would have never broke his neck if he was in the main event. Some of That's the worst shit I've ever yeah. seen in my heart. It's, like it's, it's so bad. Shit ever. These yeah, it's so bad. Shit. That's a, a terrible take. It, it is a horrible take just because um, multiple motherfuckers in the main event scene have broke their bones. John Cena got Batista bomb off of a top rope. It was never the same. Um, John Cena, I could just, you could just name John matches. John Cena has multitudes of injuries. Triple every H. Every match that nigga damn near was in, he came out shortening his career. I remember when he had that big ass cyst. On his oh, fucking yeah, elbow, on his that, elbow he that tennis ball on his elbow. Yeah, so like, shoot, triple it's H. just like you can't, <laughs> you can't really like say, oh, because he was here, but he was that, like, you know, that's bogus. That's bogus to him. If you caring about a placement of a card, then you are caring about his health, and. Either way it goes, Big E is bigger than just wearing that that belt, and people need to realize that in terms of who wrestlers are, they're bigger than that belt. Um, 
he he spreads positivity and love just like most of the new day does. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if if Xavier Woods never wrestles again, last thing I I, I would say is she shouldn't have had a run with the WWE title. The last thing I would say, the first thing I'm gonna say is that I'm gonna miss the positivity that that man spread throughout the WWE. Same thing with Kofi. I know he had his run, but if Kofi never had that run, I'm gonna say the same thing. We would never see just a pure-hearted babyface like that ever again. So, like, really, um, just that just that just really pissed me off. Now, if you want to flame Ridge Hollins, flame the motherfucker because that's his second time. Damn them killing somebody trying to do a move, but uh, on the same token, like realize this is wrestling. Everybody, like just like basketball, just like football, just like fucking golf. Look at Tiger Woods. You can't. You gonna tell me Tiger Woods would never been in that fucking car crash if he didn't cheat on his wife or some shit like that, bro? Exactly. Like this happens, yo. This happens. The Tiger Woods back would never be the fucking same. How many times he swung a goddamn uh, golf club, right? Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me it, it his, his 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 back would have been good if he won a little bit more uh PGA tours? Who gives a shit? Like this ain't the case of what happened. Look, bro, my nigga Peyton Manny probably cannot look to his left. Oh, his 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 <laughs> Peyton Manny be able to look to his left if he won a couple of more Super Bowls. It's not the case. It would never be the case. The man I just football. hate. <laughs> yeah, like people's logic saying, I with hate this it. stuff is just yeah. dumb. It's it's not you're not even thinking what what the 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 least ounce of common sense with most of this shit. That, but that that's no, the issue with no. the internet wrestling community. It's engagements. You just want to see a tweet that got one thousand one hundred likes. That's and all you want to see. You want to see. You don't want to see. You want to see a tweet. Post a picture that revolves around the same thing as a tweet. Get a thousand likes. You go back to your sorry ass life. Unfortunately, yeah. I, you know, as much as I love to to interact with people, I'm not cut from that cloth, yo. I don't. I, at the end of the day, like, if if a nigga, if 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 I put something out there, I can, bro. I have a fucked up sense of humor. I could pull morbid shit out my head and put that on the internet. To try to get a fucking laugh from it, we I'm all not. could. We, we, we all could, honestly. Right? Nobody is, bro. Like this one, we're grown, right? We're grown. We know we've been in so many situations in our life that we know, like, hey, this is a not time to make a fucking joke. And then lastly, like, what's the point? Like, you disrespect. <laughs> Say for instance, we get a fucking interview with Biggie one day. He was, I, I remember that tweet you put out. Uh, that was kind of insensitive. I, I, I didn't like that, man. So I'm not going to be able to do that interview with you. Exactly. You know how fucking shitty I would feel? I'll feel hurt. <laughs> I will feel hurt. <laughs> you got to, like, people, people, you know. And, and I know everybody on their brand. Cool. That's what's up. But at what cost, bro? So, hey, rest up, B.E., man. I mean, if you never win a championship again, still you, you're still thing. bigger. Still I believe good. it's wrestlers bigger still than that good. belt. I believe it's uh, that's my value of wrestling. Like that, if everybody win that championship, then that championship is worthless. That's the way shit goes. Yep. But it's still people gonna perceive that belt. Roddy Roddy Piper, fucking is bigger than any championship he ever won in the WWE. Just that, just to this fucking day, yep. blackface and all. So like, <laughs> you can't. 
like it's, it's just what it is. You look at Roddy Pipe, you just you can't really say all oh, his WWE t- run from this day to that day is 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 legendary. Yeah, because he ain't had one. But guess what? He still got moments that you can look back and say Roddy Roddy Piper was that was the man. Was that guy? So even even you know, just to and just to add on to that, Jake Snake Roberts. I don't think never ca- never had a world championship. Kevin Nash had a run with the belt. Niggas um, didn't like it. He told hated you to it. shut up about that fucking sack. I don't care about this. I don't care about being the best wrestler in the world. That's how everybody that should bag. fucking think. Well, so man, so many people touch that belt, nigga. We will go down the line and realize Alberto Del Rio had multiple runs. And we will forget about that shit because it don't I matter. Don't care. It don't matter. Really, I don't care. Based on his resume, he's supposed to be a Hall of Famer, but because niggas don't, because he was a dickhead, he's probably not getting in. At, at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care. That's the point. Like that nigga won, other than the greatest Royal Rumble, that Braun Strowman won. That nigga Alberto Del Rio won the second biggest Royal Rumble with the most competitors in it. I want, I'm damn near a cyclopedia for this shit, especially in that goddamn era. But guess what? We don't care. Yeah, because motherfuckers yeah. are bigger than the belt. People runs are bigger than the belt. The people who 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 put their lives on that line is bigger than a fucking belt or a place that they are in the car. Nigga, mm-hmm. we still remember Hurricane goddamn winning over the rock because we're doing a Rock and Steve, Steve Austin feud because it's the fucking hurricane. Exactly. Like, they couldn't put anybody right there. But since it was the hurricane, it's always going to be an even more memorable moment. Maven ass getting destroyed by fucking Undertaker throughout <laughs> the, the whole entire arena during that Royal Rumble. <laughs> greatest moment of shit. his career. That's the greatest yeah. that's mo- Maven's moment. So that's all. And that's all it's about. My bad, Tyler and Chris. Y'all can tell you. But I had to get on the soap. No, you... Look, man, you, realize that you, like, you pretty much said what I was gonna say too. Yeah, so it, it, look, but yeah, but all prayers up to Big E. Hope he's well, and that's really in terms of wrestling. Now you even heard Daytra's voice for wrestling, so y'all should be happy. But let's go ahead and move on to basketball transition. This is the NBA portion, basketball, not NBA, because we ain't talking about college fucking basketball, G, because um, I don't even know what the hell going on. But this is the NBA portion of Threes from the Ring, especially if you're watching it on YouTube. We're here. Uh, in case you don't know, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring, 3S from the Ring. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. And if you're still listening to the audio side, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, whatever. Make sure you hit that share button, hit that subscribe button, like, review, all of that. Greatly appreciate it. But basketball-wise, we got a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to go ahead and the biggest news, Philly and Brooklyn happened, and they literally got skeeted on. <laughs> and ske- the ones doing the skeeting was the Brooklyn Nets uh, in an all-surprising manner. But it is what it is. But um, the whole hey. city of Philly got to hold that L. What? Let me tell you something. Bro. Whoever is the one seed better watch the fuck out. 
The one and two. I am gunning for the third seed. Telling you this, man. You don't want to be Miami or 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 the Bulls fighting for that one seed just to get fucking smacked by KD and his woke brethren, bro. You don't want to do that, bro. That team has a fire in them to prove something, G. Do they beat Milwaukee in a seven-game series? Fuck That's me. probably the only team that you That's say maybe. That's the only team. The only team. Just because they got so many weapons that can compete. But and, my nigga. And Giannis. And, and, and definitely the best, who I believe is the greatest player in the game right now. But my nigga. My nigga. What KD and Kyrie saw is red. Kyrie haven't even paid the full series. So this is this is him in like December while everybody else is in fucking March. So <laughs> this is so like Kyrie he's that. He's just warming up. He's literally he's coming not, he's, he's just warming up if by that logic. Play. He's Bro, just coming off a break like stretches where he can't play for like four games straight and then just come and drop like between 20 40 he had a fifty ball earlier this week, like off of yeah. off of nothing. Bro, I hate advanced stats. I hate VORP. I hate all that shit. I don't know what none of that <laughs> shit mean. You can't cap when somebody tell you uh, a nigga had a true shooter percentage of hundred and one percent. You go what? That nigga Kyrie had that, bro. <laughs> and then you got Ky- you got KD, who if you looking at Demar Derozan game saying he killing niggas, you know from the mid range, he ain't missing Demar Derozan. Guess what? KD is doing that and then some. KD is doing that and still being one of the best on the planet. Along with Demar, you know I love you for Demar. But I say all that to say this: uh, that game was good for one quarter. Um, <laughs> uh, Philly gonna have Philly still gonna have chemistry because you could you could smoke young teams when it comes to the way they play basketball, especially when no center can guard Joel Embiid, right? It takes patience to guard Joel. It takes to understand that you're going to be in foul trouble that whole game to guard Joel Embiid. That's just the way it is. But uh, they they put the diamond test into his potential MVP, bro. They put that bitch right on there. They tapped that bitch a couple times. And say, I don't know if this bitch, I don't know if this bitch nice. We might see Jokic. I'm gonna keep it real. Don't be surprised if Jokic win two of them things back to back, bro. Because people are looking at saying this nigga. Look, how, this is, is the averaging. T- this is I wouldn't be mad at average twenty nine off of fucking twenty three free throw attempts, bro. <laughs> Motherfuckers <laughs> looking at that. And at the end of the day, they gave one to Harden for it. <laughs> Bro, I look, I want Embiid to win it too. I think it's a great story. You know, it's all narrative MVP is always good. That, even that's though normally we look back in history. Yeah, we know we look back into the history. Jokic didn't win. If we talk about that, Jokic did not win a narrative MVP. There, there wasn't no win. narratives for last season. It was just like. I, I know, but Steph Curry <laughs> didn't win on narrative MVPs. Um, Steph's probably, narrative was my team is that five. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, especially Steph Curry's first MVP. Steph Curry's first MVP was fucking insane. His, he had a, a legendary season. Yeah. I was looking back at MVPs through TikTok. Is this dude saying some of the best MVP season? Steph Curry's first MVP was a nasty ass MVP, bro. Like, that bit, he, he was sending niggas to the crib 
daily without playing a fourth quarter, bro. Without touching the floor, averaging without playing a fourth quarter, averaging thirty points a game, bro. Hey, so the three quarter Warriors era was nasty, G. <laughs> G. G. That shit was years. disgusting, bro. They did for two they years. Had Harrison Barnes got a match off that, bro. He did. Look, that did. that was a crazy. That was stuff. You know, you could argue Brian versus him the second year, but crazy, right? Now, oh, for this, bro, Philly just need one. I would say, say it again. Doc is not that coach. He is too passive to coach a bunch of stars. You put, like, with the Clippers, you put him around, like, one star and a bunch of mediocre niggas, you got you a, you got you a decent team and he can coach the relevancy. But stars will always carry you to a top three seed, just the way it fucking is, right? Yep. That, that people believe Doc is the great one of the greatest coaches of all time. No, he gets carried to, like, a one, two, three seed. It's about fucking winning at the end of the day. Brown will always be not for not being the best player because he didn't do what he was supposed to do most of the time, which is win. Duck Rivers should be knocked as a fucking coach because he do not win when it's time to win. And this is consistent. This is not just the last. This is not just revisionist history, bro. It's, it's We're not been, just looking at like the last It's been here years. since the early 2000s. <laughs> since G, the it early has 2000s. been like this forever, bro. So, like, <laughs> you know, he, he, he has a nasty-ass record as a – a, a playoff coach, like it's a nasty ass record as a playoff coach, and and like if if somebody was to be a stat whore and to and to you know understand what an important game means, he has a nasty ass record for important games, like must win games. So, um, again, I don't think that's like they need a very like strict. I would not be surprised if Mike D'Antoni become the coach of the Philadelphia. And I, I, I know I said strict. But I wouldn't be surprised if Mike D'Antoni become the coach of that Philly team just because of how he can run an offense around James Harden. And he did it with a, a very um, – like he did it in, 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 what is it, Phoenix with Steve Nash and, and – um, Amari. Amari. You know what I'm saying? Um, like he can do that at the same time. What what I would say would even be a greater task than you know that. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. If, I wouldn't see, be surprised if Daryl Morey be like, "Yo, Doc, you know, peace." Um, R.P. Tobias Harris. I feel oh, yeah. sorry for whatever team is going to end up with him. He is not going to yeah. be the same no more. Um, I look. I don't want to hear that shit. I will say it again. I don't want to hear that shit. Tobias Harris has been bad the whole year, not just when James Harden got the this is not this is not one of those situations that they took the ball out of his hand. Tobias Harris has been bad. Okay, you have not been a number two. Steph Curry was their number two. Seth Curry was their or number Maxie. two when Maxie. And it was or Max or Maxie. It was yeah. you know, and Seth Curry, I will always say is probably one of the most underrated bench players and it's not even like he's inconsistent or anything like that he's just really good at what he does and for teams to always look past him to go for somebody else's will always confuse me right but um that like tobias harris fucking sucks and i feel sorry you might need to do that reunion with orlando or some shit bro i know i always throw stars that i mean i always throw garbage players in orlando but look What's a Westbrook, Tobias Harris, and them young guys can probably take that team somewhere, bro. Probably. You know, Jonathan Isaac. 
Man, it's a pipe dream. But look, if I was, if I was, look, Sydney, ain't nobody going to go to Orlando in free agency. You take them two big-ass contracts. You see where it can take you. You probably make a fucking few playoffs, you know, and you live with it. But, um, no, nah, I'm saying, just to say this, like, Philly, Philly got a lot of work to do. Brooklyn does not. Brooklyn will become the title favorite again with Ben Simmons to sat step foot on the court, no matter if Ben Simmons take a shot or not. What he does at that defensive end is better than what almost everybody else does that's not named Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant. Just that simple. He is going to yeah. grab rebounds. He is going to defend the best wing player slash uh, – Probably the best player. Slash guard. He's not going to guard Giannis. Giannis is going to put that nigga through the hoop. I don't know who the else is going to guard, guard that boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 like, Giannis. And I would say it would be a couple of possessions that you would think, oh, Ben Simmons is doing a good job. You got to realize. At that point, Giannis and already has 45. Not even that. Just in transition, no one can stop that man. And when the Bucks are hot, and I love watching. Bucks games are the best games to watch if you just want to watch great basketball. Like there's some games where you'd be like, damn, you you, you tired of seeing Giannis take like, you know, jumpers. I done seen Giannis t- you know, do some turnaround fadeaways. So I'm like, bro, you ain't even gotta do this shit. I know you're trying to I, he, I he, he does that to teams he doesn't respect. I've noticed. <laughs> it's, it's like he's just trying shit out and be like, you know what? Bro, I swear this nigga had like 36 points in the third quarter or something like that. That he just started doing turnaround fadeaways and shit. Like, bro, you nigga. are not you not lying. He just be trying shit. And that shit he, did. he said, let me practice. Uh-uh. Let me get some in-game practice, G. But like, but like, you know, like. Not even when Giannis going crazy, my nigga. If Giannis got an off night, Bobby Portis will drop 30. <laughs> it's Gee, so fucking And that's crazy. the fucked up part because, bro, it cost me a parley. <laughs> <laughs> I look, bro. Bobby Portis has been Bobby Portis this season, too. Bro, they might have to. They might have to retire. Bobby I told Portis people, Jersey in Milwaukee, bro. I told like, people a couple years ago, like Bobby Portis is gonna be one of the best role players in the league. On a on a really good team at some point, he end up winning the chip. Look, this is going to happen, right? Either Milwaukee, he become a Milwaukee legacy player for the rest of his career, and they win like three, two more rings, and they retire his jersey, or somebody gonna overpay the fuck out of Bobby Portis. Either way, shout out to Bobby fucking Portis, he, coming from being called like a nuisance in a locker room for beating the crap out of a nigga that's not even in the in league, the no, league more. no more. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, he scared that nigga to a. New- to a whole nother sit uh, that man back to Russia, <laughs> but shout out to doing that to in the Bulls saying we would rather deserve take him, which is another dumb decision that that franchise y'all love so much made. Garpacks to becoming a um, Garpacks, that's that Garpacks to becoming shit. like a major role player. And just Milwaukee is gonna be a tough team to beat in the series, but if any team can beat that team, it's Brooke. I don't, I think it's a two man race right now. Bulls is like 0-14 against good teams. So yeah. I don't see the Bulls beat nobody. <laughs> so, Man. yeah. That shit nasty, bro. And that's, that's y'all. Look, I told niggas, bro. I personally told niggas. Bulls ain't got it this year. Maybe next year. But you look at that fucking record, and you see that they are 0-14 versus good teams. I think it was top three. Good teams. Doc- the top three teams in each conference, they uh like 0 and 14. It was like top That's four, nasty top. as fuck. <laughs> and like this <laughs> is my thing. Like I look, I've I've 
literally, I've, of course, I'm overhyped my team because I'm happy the Bulls is winning. And yeah, I'm still kind of sticking by the Bulls can upset the Nets, kind of at this point, just to talk shit. But, but at the same time, <laughs> they're not a championship team. Even if Crusoe no. do come back, Crusoe's coming back tonight, I believe. It don't make a difference. Lonzo come back, it don't make a difference. Patrick Williams come back, it don't make a difference. I, nope. th- I told Datro this in the group chat. If you want to win, you got to rebound. Some three <laughs> niggas is not rebounding. <laughs> At all. Do you like rebound. that? That's what really pissed me off The best teams in the league like, they can get all boarded by rebound. One nigga the whole night on any team that they play. That shit don't be making no sense to me. And it's key to when you say that. Like, they don't – only Caruso, right? Caruso is the only nigga that plays with uh, – like, you know, who plays that great basketball. All the best teams have players on their team. Multiple niggas who will play that. One, Giannis is one on his team. He's the best player on that team. But you look at somebody like Phoenix, right? Phoenix, um, what's that nigga name? Uh, he probably damn. He's in a defensive player of the year talks too. Uh, oh, Mikael Bridges. Yes, Mikael Bridges. Bridges. No, that's uh, Miles. Miles Bridges. I mean, Miles Bridges. I mean, Miles Bridges. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. That's Mikael because Miles is on yeah. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mikael, what's the what's the what's his what's the light skin dude that plays when I'm killing Yeah, another good Cam with Johnson. the pro? Yeah. Yeah, another. Cam Johnson. I forget. I know you're talking about, but yeah, Cam um, Johnson. Another yeah. nigga who go out, get it. Um just uh dreadhead nigga. Uh okay. oh, Crowder. 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 Like, they got niggas who gon' get it, bro. And they that's why that team is so good that I can see, you know. Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals again, probably and maybe still the finals the instead of finals. Team. Yeah, uh, so I say this how you know to end the conversation on Bulls, the, the net slash the rest of the East kind of um, on my end. And y'all can say whatever y'all want to say if y'all say something. But I was saying what I started with saying. If you are the one and two seed, fix that shit. And become the star. <laughs> I will look at my, I'll look at my, my, my seedings and be like, "What's the, I will That's- ask, I will ask my stats guy, what's the chance of us going against Brooklyn in the first round? Oh, it's eighty percent chance. What's the chance of them winning? Oh, that shit like ninety. All right, rest the players for the rest of the year. Cool. And That's how it's, it's already reports that Doc. It's our reports. I said, hey, Doc said. Hey, I might rest in beat and uh and hard uh randomly. I'm like, yeah, and then the third seed, he like, look, he says that time, and like Bro. right now in the East, Miami's the number one seed, Bucks is the second, Philly third, Bulls fourth. So yeah, like that. That's Brooklyn the don't want to see Brooklyn don't want to see the Bucks in the first round, just like the Bucks don't want to see Brooklyn in the first round. Yeah, well, because both of them that shit is a fun. Why I want to see it as a that is look, a first round. That's series. a fire ass. First Yo, that's round. a five first round matchup though. <laughs> that's gonna that be a five first crazy. round matchup. But arguably, if if it was to stay, I think it's not re- the only thing that's really going to change because I think I think the season is going to end with uh, Miami and Bucks. Fight for one and two. I think mm-hmm. Philly, Bulls, and the Celtics, I wanted to talk about the Celtics, they're going to fight yeah. for that third seed because they, they're record-wise, they're all about, similar. They're about I see, similar. I see Philly I see Philly keeping it. 
I probably Celtics got like a top five defense this league, which is crazy. Yeah, they turned hey, it around I, a lot. Hey, I, me, um, hey, look, I, I don't. I think Muzz O'Neal long has been a uh, apology. <laughs> A Duque, whatever. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, that's he a made husband. Duque. Yeah, yeah. He pulled me along. Hey, shout out to for the ring on that. G man's a legend. Man is definitely a legend. Until literally, until he, he, uh, Marcus Smart tried to fuck his wife, but uh, but that's gonna be a different day. But uh, literally, the third so like it's so Brooklyn, Brooklyn is the HT, right? Yeah. So, and by the way, Kyrie is only eligible for five games for the rest of the season, tech unless unless Brooklyn say you can play. But as of right now, oh, Brooklyn will have to. Brooklyn will have to for them not to play Milwaukee. They will have to end up being a six seed, which I don't see them passing like the Cavs anytime soon. Nope. Or will have to drop to like the ninth or tenth seed. No, they no, and they I just have to stay at eight. No, I'm saying for them not to play Milwaukee. Yeah, they just got to stay at eight. No, the the uh, the playing niggas. So the loser, okay. So the because this is how it goes. Um, so because remember, you got to think about the playing. Yeah, that's it's what I'm saying. Different yeah. now. Yeah, that's what I'm factoring in because because the best, the best, the best team in the Brooklyn would be the best team in the play, and they won't lose. No, the Raptors are still in the play, and they seven. I know, but right, I'm saying if the playoffs started right now, it'd be Raptors versus Brooklyn. Whoever mm. wins that will go against no Milwaukee. It's seven. Yeah. No, no, I thought it was the seventh seed plays the tenth seed, which is the Raptors. No, the seventh played the eighth, and the ninth seventh played the eighth, tenth. And ninth and tenth. So if you drop to eighth. If you drop to yeah. eight, you got to play the winner of the ninth and the tenth. Hold on, let me because I just saw them had the little thingy up on that. I'm looking at that shit right now, bro. Oh, oh Maybe no, you're right. Oh, season, okay, bro. you're right. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So um, you saying that they I should? Did, <laughs> they should lose so, to the Raptors then. No, I know. I said no. I don't think they should lose to the Raptors. I'm saying that they they will have to get. They will either have to go to the tenth or ninth. Or they will have to get to the six C, which I don't think happening, right? Um, but if they're AC, so if we're in Milwaukee, because if so, if they're AC right now and they beat Toronto in the plan, they would lock in the seven C, right? Yes, and they will play. And let's just say if things stay the same at one and two, they'll play the Bucks at the first round. That's my point. You should, yeah, yeah. So like, I get what you mean. Oh, they so should Bucks, so try. Bucks should aim for the one seed there. You get home court and you ain't got to touch Brooklyn. And it, uh, like you said, depends. Put... Unless Brooklyn end up at eighth, right? If, if Brooklyn, okay, it's weird because at the same time, it looks like either the way Raptors they play them. Because even with Brooklyn, if they if they they just say they stay at eight, you go to Toronto for the for the seventh seed because they're battling for the seventh seed. You don't have Kyrie. Yeah. Because you're going to Canada. Oh, he's not in the. He's not even allowed in the country. Kyrie. He's not allowed in the country at all. You don't have Kyrie. So if you're Brooklyn, you kind of want to drop to the ninth. Either you want to stay at. Either you want to stay. If you stay at eight and just accept the fact you might lose, and then you just go ahead and be like, I'm gonna play Charlotte or Atlanta. It don't make a difference. Yeah. 
Yeah, because either, either way, way you would just go, lock in the eight. Bro, I would be so salty if I'm a one and see, bro. So salty. Either way you go, your chance of a championship is running through Kevin Durant in the first round, bro. That shit crazy. But um, uh, y'all talk real quick. I'm going to see what's Brooklyn's remaining schedule. Yeah, you can look uh, at that. But, uh, but overall, though, like, Brooklyn is a menace regardless because it's one of those situations where it's just like, damn, they got to the playoffs and I got to see them in the first round. It's a scary sight. Like, especially if I'm one or two. It, look, I'm a firm believer. I do not believe in Miami. Like, Miami will give them people. a tough six games, but I still believe the Nets will win because I don't believe they had the firepower to deal with a Kevin Durant and Kyrie and Kyrie. And then Ben Simmons is going to lock Jimmy Butler up and down that fucking court. <laughs> Plain and simple. Plain and fucking simple. Because I still don't believe in Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. I don't believe it's in the It's not going to be pretty for, for Miami, period. Yeah. Like they I got, don't believe them come playoff time. So Sunday, so Sunday they at Barclays. Kyrie can't play. Nope. But they win. KD, KD put a show in Barclays Center. They playing in a, a noon game regardless. So tomorrow they win, right? Tuesday, they go against Orlando. That's a W. Wednesday, Dallas and Barclays. Dallas wins that. So that's the next game that's coming up. Hold on. These are, so how many on, games can they afford to season? actually lose? They shouldn't have three games left in the season. No, it should be more than that. Hold on. I just look. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They right, should have right, like right. 10. It should be like between like 10 or 12. So, no, they, they lose a lot of these games. Okay. So after Dallas, they go against Portland. Portland, they win. It's at Barclays, but KD beat them. Utah at Barclays, Utah probably win that. They go see Memphis. They most likely beat Memphis. They lose against Miami, probably in Miami. They beat – I don't know. You, The only guaranteed win they have is the last two against Detroit and Milwaukee because Milwaukee will most likely rest their team for the playoffs. So the last two wins you get. But this, out of the next, which is – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. You got a guarantee. One, two, three, four, five. You probably got five out of the ten. You five out of the ten games you win. Now, all honesty, they can go on a fucking. They can go on a win streak and just be every team that comes their way. But I honestly don't see them beating. Dallas when they come to Bark if Dallas and Barclays because they don't got Kyrie. Dallas is a, a top defensive team in the league under JC Kidd. I don't see them winning that. So I don't know. It's 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 getting shaky. Uh it's getting real shaky compared to somebody like the Rockets. I mean not the Rockets, the Raptors. The Raptors really well the yeah, the Raptors losing a lot too. Shoot. Like how many games can Brooklyn actually afford to lose before they like in like actual jeopardy? Of, you know, like, they can I mean, afford to lose them every game after that. Like I think they're not gonna miss because they're not gonna miss shit because a team like Atlanta, like Atlanta, still got to see Memphis. 
Uh, they still got to see Golden State. So Atlanta got a chance. Atlanta definitely have a chance to to to, to be in that plan. I don't. I think it's it won't hurt them. The the lowest I mean, they can probably drop is, will be the MC. But it just if if New York don't do that thing with Kyrie Pronto, uh, they will lose a lot of games because they got a lot of people coming up. They got a lot of games at Barclays that's going to be tough. Yeah, and then um, like because the Knicks, the Knicks still fighting for a playing tournament. So yeah, yeah. my thing then, is like, if I'm the Nets, but you also got fact that Ben Simmons really want to be. Ben Simmons should be back. Oh, you at do got the fact that Ben Simmons playing. Ben Simmons is coming back by the end of this week. Cause I don't equate to points. Hmm. You're limiting points. Point being, <laughs> he's going to limit points. <laughs> he talk about his points. He's going to limit the points. <laughs> That's what you got to there for. You right. You right. You right. You right. You right. He's he's looking nasty, bro. West, you can you can pick who gonna win each West series. <laughs> like easy. Braun like. Braun needs to see go to state of fuck. Wait, actually, hold on. Golden State oh, might drop to my end of nah, the third. Memphis might drop to Memphis is the second seed. Yeah. If Rod can State beat Memphis in a seven game series of eight <laughs> yes. come back, bro. Look, I look, I know this is we could just transition to the West. And I look, I know we said we're not gonna talk about this team, but this is at this point it goes in play and talk. We have to. If they can't they can they can <laughs> if it's the Memphis Grizzlies, they straight, to be honest. If it's Memphis, yeah, nah, they straight. They straight. If it's the sons of the, sons of the Warriors, they lost. <laughs> Especially it's the Suns. I think LeBron. I think LeBron would do everything in his power not to lose to Steph again. LeBron <laughs> now, is going. I think eight, LeBron I is going to do everything in his power or, not to lose that man again. I think. I think they beat. I think they beat the Warriors in AD there because they don't. The Warriors have no interior defense. Even with Draymond, but the thing back. is, Draymond would be back. Draymond got AD number like a, he do. like a motherfucker. He do. <laughs> he, um, he do. And they, even though Wiseman hasn't really played, I still Wiseman's not Wiseman's not a factor in a playoff series and they proceed to be riding. The See, he would be the reason season, why bro. they lose a series <laughs> if Steve Kerr just throw him out there in a playoff series. And, and that was the game. Even if AD come back, I still I, I can't bet my money on the Lakers beating the Warriors. I just really can't. Yeah, I'm not betting yeah. it, but I wouldn't be shocked. Let's put it. Yeah, that I way. wouldn't be shocked either. Um, but I, I personally see. I, I say you gone for. I definitely say you stay where you need to stay, and you you hope meant to stay in the second seed. And the Warriors versus Utah is a boring series, but Warriors will beat that. And you just see Warriors in, yeah, you'll see the Warriors in the second round. But damn, this is a really good season, bro. Mm-hmm. The West like, gonna be entertaining. Like if you get, well, regardless, like if you get some entertaining matchups. Like if the if they can somehow, if they can somehow. Get to the eighth seed if if the Lakers can somehow get to the eighth seed, bro. I don't see it. They just got to <laughs> get to the. That shit not happening. Never mind. Not, that shit not, not happening. happening. <laughs> look, G, look at that nah, game. They, they seeing the Suns. They seeing the Suns regardless. They seeing the Suns regardless, bro. And the Suns already <laughs> yeah. clinched. The Suns the only team that legit clinched the playoff spot in the whole league. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> so yeah, dumb. that shit not happening, bro. I'm looking at that shit right now. Yeah, I'm like, G, it's not. Yeah. 
Unless if they got some nasty shit happen. They schedule. They schedule is easy, right? Right. The like they just so they they get their ass kicked by the Suns this Sunday. Going to happen. I think Devin Booker's back too. Yeah, Devin Booker's they back. They get their yeah, ass kicked by back. the Suns. Um. They beat. They beat Toronto. They maybe beat Minnesota. They beat Toronto again. They beat Washington again. They lose to Cleveland. And they lose to uh, Philly. They beat the Pelicans. They lose to Dallas and they lose to Utah. Yeah, they're not touching that shit. I think the Clippers, the Clippers, yeah, I think the Clippers' schedule is better than this, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, Cl- the Clippers got Detroit on their schedule. Well, Detroit is the only team that's. <laughs> Well, the Clippers go against the only team that's not above five hundred. It's probably the Rockets, and only against them once in Detroit. The rest of these teams beating the Clippers, though, except for probably the Bulls, because the Bulls probably rest their last game of the season too. I don't know, man. Shout out to the playing tournament. Whoever had that idea was the greatest person to ever play basketball shout, or book basketball. Shout. Yeah, I'm I'm looking to see if there's any updates on Anthony Davis. Is nothing so. Uh, yeah, there's no updates, but point being, <laughs> we'll see. But, um, but do hey, shout out to LeBron for uh dropping 50 for two of his last home games. Uh, we get it, you try and get that scoring title at the end of the day. <laughs> and also, I think he's only 135 points from catching Carl Malone for number two. LeBron's gonna seal Whoa. that. Yes, yeah, he's so, very, he's very, so LeBron, to- LeBron is gonna be number two before the season end, regardless. <laughs> Whoa, yo! So I he think- he, LeBron got two more years, so he definitely do beat Kareem, Joe. He is like, like yeah. Because like, I didn't he- think I didn't think he was gonna touch Kareem. I thought, look, bro, you know, knock on wood. I thought he was gonna get a major injury before he touched Kareem. I, I hope not, but as long I just, as he, I can see, he's bro. Yeah, I know. Like, Father time. The basketball, you know, go- the basketball gods are some sick motherfuckers, bro. They are. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I look. If he beat Kareem, points to that conversation. Even though I still think Jordan wins it, it's gonna be louder, bro. It's you just because nobody will ever touch, nobody will ever beat that. Like for years to come, Steph mm. Steph plays the game by three pointers, and he still won't touch that. Steph probably cracked top ten by the time his career is done. Depends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what's what's really messed up? Because LeBron, LeBron, he he may or may not get there. But Kevin Durant is literally fifty, I think like fifty thousand or like, no, I think like twenty thousand points behind uh, LeBron. He, he was really to supposed sniff. to be up there, like, but he's not. He's not going. I don't think KD is going to get nowhere near it because nah. he just missed too many seasons. KD, yeah, he KD. missed too many games. He literally just got to twenty five k. Yeah, missed too many damn games. Shit, I think Harden just got to twenty. If anybody would probably be hard to be the next guy to crack that, like that top five. But other than that, I don't see nobody else. I don't like, see nobody go, modern wise, no. Yeah, yeah, nah, I don't see nobody. Because nobody play. Because if you look at it, at all the great scores in the league right now. Okay, if Giannis keep borderline averaging yeah, yeah. thirty, probably by the time at the end of his career, he he'd be there somewhere, right? Um, if he keeps like average, because Giannis is only like twenty eight. Think about that shit, by the way. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> we got to see Giannis for, Giannis for a very long time. For another two years, Giannis. And then you can't. The funny thing is, we can't. The, the media can't push the Giannis hate because he already won his ring. So you can't. You can't. You can't push the Giannis hate just yet. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't see nobody. I don't There's see nobody. Really, nobody um, because this is the yeah. thing. LeBron been averaging a minimum of twenty since he entered the league. So and then it just goes up. Dropped. And then he's just been consistently just between twenty and thirty his whole career. Or <laughs> well, at like majority of his career he's been between twenty four and thirty. This year he's at thirty. <laughs> he's gonna probably average thirty if he if he keeps having fifty fifty balls. Nobody's touching twenty straight years of scoring twenty plus for the majority of their career. For twenty years, until until we get another like legit generational scoring talent, and LeBron's not it's, gener- it's generational not, scoring talent. <laughs> that's the, that's what I'm saying. That's a, that's another thing that's gonna come up in the debate. Like it's it's pros and cons to the whether you really want to co- consider LeBron, you know, one of the greatest scorers. I think you have to at this point. Like you, you can't. You, you have, have to, to throw him in because his is he's the most. He gets buckets, but it's not. Like, oh damn, you look at LeBron and be like, damn, bro, he, he gave them niggas fifty. It's just you can't you can't stop him from doing shit. Yeah. It's just like when LeBron wants to score, like that's the thing. And people forget this. People are like, well, why don't LeBron be like Kobe and have a un inefficient forty percent, but he got fifty. He can. <laughs> he don't want to. <laughs> he can. He also LeBron just his scoring his scoring is not like Kobe's like Brian like he's not inefficient but he's a streaky shooter so he's never going to be like Kobe's inefficient but when Kobe's hot he can hit four threes in a row Brian can't do that shit Brian will Brian will go cold off of that third three before he hit a fucking other one bro this yeah. is the way Brian is but Brian Broad points come from dominating the game, like dominate, like dominating the game and controlling the pace. That's where he get most of his points from, like and also transition. Like that's why the Lakers are such a bad team because they are a horrible team in transition. So he can't. Bron, I'm surprised Bron is even averaging fucking twenty nine or whatever the fuck he's averaging right now because how bad they are as a transition team. But like, like teams is. Right now, it's easier to guard Brian than it is two years ago, right? Because Brian goes to the post more. Brian tries that dumbass three-point shot. But a lot of the shit just going in, you know. But r- right now, like, Brian game is just so form- like, f- like formulaic, like, other than, like, what Kobe's was. Kobe's wasn't just right, ISO, even though it was a lot of ISO, I didn't know what the fuck Kobe was going to do each time he come to the court. The reason Braun, like, like lost that playoffs when AD went down against Phoenix, we knew what the fuck Braun was going to do when he came up the court. That motherfucker either passing it or he either, like, going to try to shoot over somebody or go to the hole. Easy to guard because he's fucking 37 <laughs> or 39, however the fuck old Braun is. Um, now, and then that's another thing. Like, his longevity allows him to, you know, be yeah. at this – this stature that that he's at now in the, in the scoring ranks, like. But then I remember, I, mean, if, I remember we did, back in like back in the early podcast days, we did the top ten scorers, and I, 
I think I had broad. What? what? Oh yeah, I, I look forgot where you had. Because I, I, I don't think you gotta look. You gotta dig into your notes. I'm, pu- I'm pulling up mine as well, but yeah, I think I had LeBron in there. I don't know, but let's see. I had a C too. Uh, I, I know I had Brown in there. Um, I know I had Brown in shooting guards. <laughs> Just at top fifty. Uh, 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 I had Brian and Tim. It was Kareem, Wilt, Kobe, MJ, Carl Malone, Melo, KD, Dirk, T Mac, and Braun. I am taking T Mac out. Doing that shit on the fly right now. Take T Mac out. Wait, what list is this? Uh, top 10 scores. Where is my And then we pro- probably put Braun where fucking. Mellow is that? So, I do. I don't think I did a top ten scores list with y'all. Nope. Nah, this was, was no, bro. This, this was, was before. This is like early. This is twenty nineteen, my nigga. Yeah. This is yeah. See. Um, hey, this. Uh, yeah, I think I'm cool. What did y'all base? What all did you guys base it off of? Niggas who just score. Yeah, buckets. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. It didn't matter my, yeah. If you had a oh, the reason why I remember this episode is because Daytrail put uh, Kobe over Mike, and I was like, <laughs> and we talked for yeah. like at least 15 minutes. I remember I like, y'all talking about that, that shit. Specifically, though. I do remember that shit. <laughs> and I was still to this day, I'm happy with putting Kobe over Mike. And I like, I ain't mad at it, but it's just like, gee, <laughs> it's like, are you sure? <laughs> but my list was, it's I like, put, it's... my list was Mellow 10, AI 9. I didn't have LeBron in my list. Yeah, I put LeBron in honorable mentions. <laughs> I put LeBron hey. in honorable mentions. Like, LeBron I would put would LeBron like in that. now. It, like, you kind of have to. Because mine was like, Melo T-Mac. I can't put, I can't put, I can't put, um, I didn't take Melo off now. Because I can't seem to put, I'll probably take Dirk off. Dirk Nowinski. I'm keeping Dirk. If, I would still keep Melo. I, I have Dominique Wilkins You want to know why I take reason. Dirk off? Because of Harden and stuff. I'll put Harden in now. Like, but you I, wouldn't yeah. put Steph in? I'll put Steph in the shooters. Like, know, he's already in shooters, in of course, but... You got to put him in scoring. It's tough for me to put him you in scoring. You have to. He got it's the like greatest I want to. He got the greatest three... He, he got the, he's the greatest three-point shooter of all time. You have to put him in scoring. That's like you have to, like, because of that record. Just like Kareem wasn't based off of, you know, putting up for fucking three or anything like that. Yeah, I know. Just because like, his longevity, you have to put him at one. Same thing with Wilt. Wilt used to cherry pick for most of his career. But just because he's going 100 points, <laughs> he has to be there. Um, and unfortunately, Carl Malone has to be there because of his record, too. I didn't put, I didn't I put, put that put goddamn pedophile in there. Even, like, I, right, I got three Wilt, Kobe, MJ, Carl, Braun, Katie, Mello, Harden, Steph. Have to put Harden in there because that's all Harden does. So, I don't know, man. 
yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go in depth. Probably that's gonna be in our summer episodes. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So overall, but the uh, what else did I want to talk about? Oh yeah, we was on the what looking at the West. But uh, what else we need to talk about in regards to the West? Uh, see, do y'all think Kawhi comes back for the playoffs? No. Look, Paul George is more likely, but like I said, this is from a unofficial source and from his source because he covers the Clippers. He said on his show that there is rumblings that there's a slight chance Kawhi can come back if if it looks like that the Clippers are solid playoff time. But honestly, I wouldn't risk it because while I'm about to have Kawhi and we just so we can go six against the a rusty Kawhi just go six against the Suns or the Warriors. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, like if you want to throw Paul George, be my guest, cool. But honestly, to be honest, I probably would because there's no. It's, it, I don't see the point of even bringing Paul George back because you're not getting past whoever you're gonna play. Yeah, but it's just to steal so Paul George don't get too rusty, you know. And that's what like, you got the offseason for, though. That's true, but it's, who knows? But it is rumblings that if if things look really solid, like that, just say, I think if because what the Clippers is eight, I doubt they catch up with the uh, t- Timberwolves. But if they just say they do, it, it, it might entice Kawhi to play. It might entice him because Kawhi. The Clippers versus uh, the Grizzlies. Hmm. Hey, Paul George, you playing? Hell yeah. Kawhi, you want to play? <laughs> we don't even get the news about it. We just hear game one, Kawhi is active. <laughs> and then all we see is that nigga strapping up John Morant. And you can sit there like, damn, bro. Nigga walking on the court to like, hey, hey, hey. Exactly. So, but. <laughs> Like, I don't think Kawhi's coming back this year. Paul George may, but um, like I said, like with the Clippers, it's just you let the youngest do their thing, let Ty Lue continue to coach them up, and then from there you just in play, you're just putting Kawhi and Paul George in their place. And this offseason you try to get rid of fucking Marcus Morris because I think he's going to be not as – he's not that guy no more. You don't need him no more. You don't. The youngest – Terrence Mann is, a man, is that man and – Finally, that uh, what's that boy name? Luke Kennard is coming to his own. You do not need Marcus Morris no more, at all. <laughs> Get rid of him. But um, but yeah, overall though, like speaking of coaches, who do y'all who's y'all uh coach of the year pick so far? Or at this point, because the season's almost over. Uh, so you got the Cavs coach, oh, Memphis yeah. coach, um. Phoenix. I think you put uh you put Celtics coach in there too. I'm putting Neil Long husband in there. Uh Neil Long husband. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's it's the coach is always pretty tight. Like Jason Kidd Jason Kidd turned that team around when Luca came in out too. Yeah. Um, and Michael Malone kept their team afloat with just one superstar. It's a lot, bro. Like it, it's a lot. Like both MVP and coach year is gonna be very tight races this year. But coach, but I, I definitely give it Grizzlies second seed in the West. Yeah, like you, like I don't even know who the hell they coach is. 
I feel bad. I forgot um, their coach name. Uh, see, Bickerstaff. Jamie no, Bickerstaff. No, Bickerstaff is uh, Cleveland. Okay, so it ain't Bickerstaff. I feel me, bad now. Let too. me Google because I don't even literally. I only think I even seen their coach all season. <laughs> Grizzlies. No, uh, Taylor Jenkins. Oh yeah, he, he yeah he yeah he decent though. He a decent coach though. So, but like. I, like yeah, be Taylor Jenkins, Monty Wood. Like if I had to make a legit top five, who who's the race is Monty Williams, Taylor Jenkins, Bicker, Danny Bickerstaff, uh, Neil Long, Cusbent, and they're going to put Coke Eric Spolster in there because why not? I'll just I, I was just definitely Spolster. Definitely Spolster. I think Spolster is coaching Butler. that team exceptionally well. Considering like I do, I still don't believe in that team, but if they're gonna Win any games in that in the playoffs this year? It's because they're gonna probably because he's out, gonna out. You know, he's, gonna he's out going coach. to out coach majority. You he's going out coach majority of those teams. They're just gonna get outplayed on court wise. That's that's literally that's how I always view Miami. Spoelstra's gonna coach his ass off. Is his talent going to match and be able to endure the talent that they got? This in is face. what you get for paying for giving Jimmy Butler a max contract. This is what you get. I will forever say that shit. They trail go on record. Don't give Jimmy Butler a max contract. One or two things gonna happen. He's gonna be mad when his teammates don't shoot at four o'clock in the morning with him, and he's not gonna play. Only two things, bro. Jimmy Butler's does not have the. And I will say this shit again. Jimmy Butler's does not have the gall to be with them niggas to say I'm ready. I'm I'm a playoff player. I'm ready with playoff time. Give me the facts. And don't bring up that the bubble. Shit. Like that was a team effort, if anything. That was because you know once, once things got real. Like when do when do we become in a society where we just looked at Jimmy Butler and say he's a superstar? It always has been a very well formed team around him. You can look at that shit. Like Jimmy at his best, to me is still what we saw when he was with Philly, that one, the half a year, whereas where literally he was, okay, Embiid is that guy. Simmons is still Ben Simmons still has some sort of confidence about himself and somewhat still like Philly, but all he had to do was just help close out games. That's it. That was his best. But him as a number one guy. It works in Miami because, for one, Spolstra is a hell of a fucking coach. And like Deja said, most of his teammates want to be there at the gym at 4 in the morning. Most of them. Yep. And I'm and I'm about to take Tyler Hero out that conversation because he's too goddamn famous for his own good right now. And he's going to be in South Beach fucking black chicks. And, oh, it's spring, it's spring break season. Tyler Hero is going to be fucking white women all down Miami. And he's gonna be out there like them the island boys. He's gonna be out there having a ball. And Jimmy. So that 4 a.m. shit is dead. It's 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 Miami, it's South Beach. They got palm trees and water, like LeBron said she in, in those videos. <laughs> it's palm trees and water. They got that shit. So <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, Spolster will be like in the coach of the year conversation. But um, but yeah, like it's that's gonna be a tight race because 
it's a lot of good coaching. But if I had to literally pick based on narrative, and I, if I had a vote, I would put pick Bickerstaff because we did not know Cleveland was supposed to be here. <laughs> Cleveland was not supposed to be here. Yeah, they've been solid. They've been they ain't moved from from six, but they just showed and kept like they, it. They, 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 they haven't budged. Like they've been, they are not supposed to be here. Like they supposed to be playing, and like they could still arguably be a, they could fight for the fifth seed if they so want to, but they're not supposed to be here. So I, I'm giving them all that credit. At then I'm giving him a lot of credit because he has a good story and narrative to fit uh, that fits that type of shit they want to vote for. But uh, anything else we gotta talk about before we wrap up on that? Uh no, I think. In terms of basketball, it's winding down. Um, very, I believe this was a great season for what it was, especially the beginning of you know, getting right out of the whole protocols and stuff like that. So it's definitely winding down. Um, some of the best games are being like some people have some really good performances right now. Um, I guess the next few talks is just really going to be about. MVP and who really deserves to be like who really is the most valuable player in the league. I actually think it's a two-man race between Jokic and Embiid. No, I don't think Embiid should be MVP. I know he's going to win the trophy. I don't think he's going to be MVP. If you look purely off of like winning and being valuable, it's between Jokic and Giannis. Yeah, not even close. Giannis got Giannis and Giannis got voter fatigue. It's the LeBron effect. Giannis about to win Defensive Player of the Year. You can't even like. He he's the front runner for defensive player of the year. Um, that's another thing we should talk about, you know, next week. It's like you know award races and stuff like yeah. that. But Giannis is the front runner for defensive player of the year. He's about to add another trophy to his case, and probably be the That'd only. That'd be a second one, right? Two time MVP, two time defensive player of the year. Would that? Would he hey. be the only one who did that shit? Probably, yeah. Probably because I how think because Hakeem only got. I think Hakeem MVP, has two. He only got one. No, he has no, one. Yet. No, he has, he one, has or two. one MVP. No, he's either one or two. I'm trying to look at her how right many, now. Cause how, many, how many defensive players did Tim Duncan got? None. None. That's the biggest. They cheated him out of the biggest award blemish in a lot. That's like his biggest blemish. Like, I think he has the most he's first. Like a, he has the most first bro. team so all de- defensive players, yeah. but he never ha- got one. Like, that's one. that's his major blemish. That's like you can't way. even blame him for that. He, like we all know, Tim Duncan was one of the greatest defenders of this game, bro. We know it, bro. We know it. It ain't no. You ain't never gonna be like Tim Duncan getting beat off of every when he go against a real center or real like like that shit's not the case or real power forward. Yeah, like, he's been like, cheated. Yeah. Oh my god, bro. That just pissed me off, G. I'm pissed yeah, off. Like that's well, like that's the one bro. nasty blemish. That he has, like you would think during that t- between 2000 and 2010, he will have one, but he don't. That like that's like that he's been cheated out that award for his whole career. He got one. He he he, he ain't got one, but Marcus saw going to end his career with one. And that's technically Bullshit. LeBron's. And LeBron says, "Case say that's his." <laughs> yeah, LeBron Hakeem only has, has one MVP, and he has two Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, because there's one MVP came with the the, with the Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think Giannis would be the. He'll be. I, I, well, I would have to see because it's other guys that have 
M- multiple MVPs and and some defensive player of the years, but no, I have to see it. Those so. other MVPs, I don't think so. How the fuck can Kyrie be courtside? I don't even want to talk about that part no more, bro. Because I was I'm stupid I'm when they were like, when they said that, like that. But he stupid. can't play the game. That literally it, makes no sense. It, it exactly. It makes no. It makes no sense that other people from other arenas could come into you know come in unvaccinated and play. But look, but, I just my whole thing is, is you 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 either be the NFL or you don't, bro. <laughs> like you either be like <laughs> fuck that shit. We ain't letting nobody who unvaccinated play, or you be like fuck that shit. Ratings. Like that's you one way or another, bro. Ain't no, yeah. ain't no in the middle with this shit, G. Ain't no in the middle with this shit, bro. Plain and simple. But let's go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring at three s from the ring and track with us, engage with us about our thoughts, your uh, and all of that. Uh, also, if you watch us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, share with the people. If you listen to us, audio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod. Share, review, rank, all of that shit. Comment. I don't care. We all greatly appreciate it. Thanks for listening. As always, in peace. Vita Zen.